0: Welcome to Ready for Anything, where we discuss real-life medical cases. Hello, and welcome back.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: If you hear uh, panting, that is the dog. Yeah. (laughs) Not Warren. (laughs) So... uh,
1: I did just drink a chocolate milkshake, so... I'm a little out of breath because <laughs> I'm a lot out of shape.
0: Get short of breath drinking <laughs> <and> a milkshake. <laughs> Takes a lot of effort, huh?
1: Yeah. So. so many inappropriate comments just went through my brain. <laughs> no. I'm not going to say. Although, we do need to put out the warning that this episode is going to be not safe for little ears.
0: Or, People who get offended, offended easily.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we're
1: going to be talking about some intimate details.
0: About people putting things where they don't belong. Yeah. So. No. (laughs) (laughs) So I think this is actually a very good opportunity Um, For us to remind everyone that the things that we talk about on this podcast should not be taken as medical advice. If you have questions, if you have problems, go see your doctor.
1: Yes, and a lot of things we say on there you should not do.
0: Very true. (laughs) Do not try this at home. (laughs) So...
1: Are you gonna like in the like when you edit this, you should have the song Let's Talk About Sex? (laughs) Playing like in the background or something.
0: I'm not that (laughs) good with the editing yet. (laughs) So sorry. All right. Well we are going to talk today about Like I said, people putting things where they don't belong.
1: It's the episode everyone has been waiting for because this is the stories that everybody wants to hear. What have you pulled out of somebody's butt?
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, and then not only that, but one of the stories I want to tell, one of my stories, and I know there's a story that I want you to tell about people putting objects on, um, like cock rings that do not go there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know that you could really classify it. It's not supposed to be a cock ring.
0: This is a true story, but it it functions as one.
1: (laughs) Not very well, as the the person found out. Well, I guess technically if you're looking at the function (laughs) of a cock ring, yes. But the ultimate... You want me to just go ahead and. Yes. Okay. So
0: let me tell my story first. Okay. Because go ahead. yours is unbelievably crazy. <laughs> but so my story um, this was several years ago. I was working triage, and a young gentleman walked very precariously up to the triage window and said, um... I have something stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and this can mean so many things. Yes. And the way that we had triage set up at the time, what it was it was literally like walking up to a window where you place an order. <laughs> I mean, it's like it has a little sliding window. <laughs> There's a half wall. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I could tell that he was in a lot of pain. He was kind of hunched over and walking with his legs very wide. So I was like, okay, there's something going on. So I get him back to a room, and I'm like, okay, tell me what happened. And he said, my friend dared me to stick my penis into a shampoo bottle.
1: Because what are good friends for?
0: And at that point, you know, you're like, hmm. Okay, so what happened next?
1: (laughs) (laughs) He put his penis in the shampoo bottle. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) And
0: then couldn't pull it back out of the shampoo bottle. (laughs) So he panicked and he took a knife and started trying to cut the shampoo bottle off. So what he ended up doing was cutting around the neck of the shampoo bottle. So he had that little piece of hard plastic that's at the top of the shampoo bottle around the neck still on there. And he also had (laughs) made some pretty significant superficial wounds trying to cut this off with a knife. (laughs) So... Yes, and he was a young kid, I mean, probably 18, maybe 18. I'm sure he had to have been 18, because, anyway, but, yeah.
1: Probably didn't have a girlfriend if he was able to fit inside of the neck of a shampoo bottle either. (laughs) That's just mean.
0: (laughs) But we did talk about that, we're like, did he, like, fold it up like origami and... (laughs) how how exactly does this work yeah. <laughs> so we get the physician in there and sure enough he had a very large collection of blood <laughs> in the part of his penis on the other side of the shampoo bottle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i mean he was in a lot of pain you know I, I don't mean to minimize that because i would assume that that is very painful but um, so we started the process of trying to cut that off the shampoo bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah don't go, don't
1: go, uh, what is it? Lorraine Bobbitt. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: no Lorena Bobbitt in this one. So we started, you know, we have trauma shears. So we're like, okay, let's see if this works. Nope promise shears wouldn't work so we're like okay i don't know if you guys know this or not but we keep a full toolbox in the emergency department full of pretty much any kind of tool that you can imagine so we're like going through the toolbox being like okay what can we use that's not gonna hurt him
1: did anybody try the trick where you get the ring off the finger where you like wrap the distal end with the, with thread and then pull it up anybody try that uh no no <laughs> Just curious, <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we got like um, wire cutters. Nope, that didn't work, so what we ended up doing in order to to cut that off of him was we took the ring cutter, and I don't know if you guys know what a ring cutter is, but I mean it it cuts metal rings off of people's fingers when they have been injured. Um, And it has like a little, if I'm not mistaken, it's like a diamond.
1: Yeah, it's a diamond tip blade.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) we ended up getting the ring cutter and cut the plastic neck of the shampoo bottle off with the ring cutter. And we saved the day. Hey.
1: (laughs) I'm sure he was appreciative.
0: Yeah. And the superficial wounds were just that. They were superficial and he learned a very valuable lesson.
1: Yes. Don't put your penis where it doesn't belong.
0: That is true on so many different levels. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just like... Don't change light bulbs naked on a ladder Because apparently that's how you fall on shampoo bottles And get shampoo bottles up your butt (laughs) Because that's what everybody says Yeah When they have something up their butt What were you doing? Oh, I was on a ladder Changing a light bulb and fell Mm -hmm. Because I regularly get naked to change light bulbs around here Don't be telling everybody your (laughs) secrets
0: (laughs) Gotta save something (laughs) For ourselves (laughs) So, your story.
1: So it's another cockring story. I know. <laughs> Except this person didn't use something as malleable as plastic. They decided to uh, that uh, they wanted something very durable and uh, manly for their cockring. So they decided to use a metal washer. And oh no, not just any washer. The like two inch wide washers, you know, the ones that are like literally like four inches across their, their border is two inches wide. They're usually about a quarter of an inch thick. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this gentleman decided to place at the base of his penis to help keep him hard. And it did, it did a job. (laughs) So I guess technically it worked, but then of course couldn't get it off. And uh, so came into the ER. And like you just, you know, said, we keep the toolbox and all that and all, but there's not, you're getting, they're not getting a ring cutter around that.
0: Oh, heck no. There's, I mean, the ring cutters, no. They're designed to
1: go over like small rings. Wedding rings and, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it's metal. It's like a thick metal washer. So trauma scissors and. Stuff like that's not anywhere. Really right. I think we even called maintenance down at one point in time to see if they had anything in their tool bag that they could cut it with. <clears throat> and you know, we even, I think at one point I tried a Dremel tool.
0: Yeah, we did try the Dremel. We had a Dremel in the ED. Yeah, and yeah.
1: that wasn't doing anything but making scratches. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now, obviously, the first thing that the doc did was numb up this guy's area because, you know, if we're going to be down there manipulating this thing and trying to get it off, the least we can do is numb it. Which, by the way, if you're ever wondering, just, you inject numbing medicine at the base of the penis in about four different spots. So that's four different injections sites at the base of your penis in order to get it completely numb. Ouch. Yeah. With lidocaine. With anybody that's ever had lidocaine knows it burns and things like a fire ant bite. So imagine a horde of angry fire ants on your penis. <laughs> Um, for about seven seconds. Sounds like fun. No. <laughs> so we we are sitting there, and they're trying to figure out what to do. Now, this time, this is back when I was working as a paramedic, so um, how I got involved <laughs> is that they decided to call the fire department because <laughs> the fire department had, like, metal cutting, like, grinding, like, tools that they could use to cut through this very thick, heavy metal washer. So we get called out with the fire department. Yes, I know. The ambulance responding to the hospital. It makes no sense, but hey, that's the way that the policy is. So whenever the fire department goes out, they have to have an ambulance with them for, it's mainly for, to give them, so we're there for for them if something happens to one of the firefighters. So we go in. I remember it was in that first trauma bay. That was one or. Room
0: one. Yeah. On the left.
1: Right at the Ambulance Bay. Mm-hmm. And so they got the fire truck pulled up in the Ambulance Bay with the lights on. Because, you know, they responded to a call, so you have to have their lights on. And uh, so they're looking. They they're, they bring the firefighters in. And, of course, you know, if anybody's ever spent any time with firefighters, there's a lot of joking going on. A lot of rude comments <laughs> happening. Not in front of the guy. Not in front of the patient. But, you know, <laughs> not by the truck. So they're going to get their grinder to cut through this metal washer. Well, when they start doing this, they start thinking about the fact that it's going to possibly throw off a lot of sparks and we're in a room with a whole bunch of oxygen. Yep. So firefighters doing what firefighters do, they lay a hose. (laughs) They have a, a pressurized water hose coming through the ambulance bay into room one. Now you got to imagine that here's this guy. He's laying on a hospital bed, a gown Here's a firefighter, full turnout gear, CB, SCBA hat, gloves, everything, standing there with a uh, uh, a fire hose, you know, water dripping off the end of it because it's charged. And there's another firefighter who's got this big giant grinding tool, who's in full turnout gear as well, standing there. And so the the scene, I wish that. This was, you know, back before we had video cameras on our phones, which is probably a good thing because yes. they're, I guarantee you there would be video of this. <laughs> yes. Because here's this guy in the room laying in the lithotomy position. So the lithotomy position is he's on his back. His legs are up like he's giving childbirth.
0: Yeah. All you ladies out there is like what happens when you get a pelvic.
1: <laughs> yeah. And this full turnout gear firefighter between his legs. And there's just a stream of sparks flying off the back <laughs> out of this guy's groin. So it looks like his crotch is like spitting out fire. And this other firefighter is over there with his water hose. <laughs> and it was just, it was the most amazing <laughs> sight I'd ever seen. I'll never forget it. And they accomplished the mission, they cut through it pretty quickly, actually. It didn't take long. Yeah. Um, and saved the man's penis.
0: There were lots of comments about the Jaws of Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lots of innuendos. Yeah. <laughs> and we hope that the guy learned a lesson.
1: Oh my God, I hope so. <laughs> you never know. We have had repeat offenders. Oh, yes. With certain things
0: that doesn't belong in certain areas. Right, yep. Yep. I think Lots when, of stuck vibrators. Yes. Yep. Um one of the oddest things that we ever saw was we had a gentleman come in and say that of course something was stuck up his butt. So We get him back to a room and realize that he had taken like the, if you remember in chemistry class in high school, like the big glass test tubes that you used to use to do Mm -hmm. experiments. He had decided that his butt was perfect place to put it. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, if you guys do not know what happens when you put things up your butt. They migrate up your colon. Yeah. Like, sucks it right up. Yep. <laughs> so here we have the guy that has a glass test tube up his rectum. And at first we try in the emergency room to get it out. But there was no, there was not enough drugs in that ER to relax him enough. <laughs> <laughs> that we could pull it out so dude ended up having to go to the or to get a glass test tube removed from his behind
1: i had the guy that put the dinner fork up uh, up his butt prongs first one time perforated his colon he had to go to the or yeah the mag light Mm -hmm. head first yep because it would make too much sense to do it the other way. You know, handle first. No, mm-hmm. no. You got to have the big mag light head first for some reason. hmm Matchbox cars. Oh, recently here we've had somebody put a phone charger down their urethra. God. <laughs> yep. So the the USB, like, six-foot long uh-huh. charging cords for your phone. Yep. And he fed that thing down as urethra. And then... You know what happens when you put your he- your earbud, your like uh, earphones—not headphones, but like the earbuds—but they got the wires. Uh-huh. You know what happens when you put those in your pocket? What happens? It coils. They tie in themselves on a knot, right? Yeah. Every time, doesn't matter. You put them in your pocket, you pull them out, they're in a big giant knot. Yeah, guess what that cord did in that guy's bladder? Oh my god! Tied itself in a knot.
0: Good. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I want to. <laughs> yeah. So I can't think of any other.
1: Well, I got a lot of them, but I mean, there's it's just a variation of the same thing. Somebody yeah. putting something that's not supposed to be somewhere.
0: Yeah, and it is extraordinarily dangerous in most situations. So yeah,
1: just spend the money and go buy a sex toy.
0: Yeah. Those are
1: made to not get stuck. (laughs) (laughs) They got handles on them.
0: Or so we've heard.
1: (laughs) The good ones hook up to a 12-volt battery. Okay,
0: yeah. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. This was my idea to do this topic. So, you know, sometimes you never know what you're going to say. That's true. (laughs)
1: It was that's what makes me so lovable
0: that's true <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: well I think that that pretty much covers this topic
1: I think we did pretty good it wasn't too raunchy
0: it wasn't too raunchy we used technical terms and you only talked a couple times about hooking things to a battery yeah. and climbing a ladder naked yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't even tell my joke about what's the difference between kinky and erotic.
0: I don't know what
1: erotic. You use a feather. Kinky use the whole chicken. Oh my
0: God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to end it on that. Thank you. And good (laughs) night. night.